today we actually have brave Q&A. And actually, I took a bunch of questions that I've been asked. Really, what happens after 40? What happens after 50? What's the best ways to get in shape? Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Brave Today podcast. This show is going to encourage, challenge, and maybe even provoke you to step outside of your comfort zone and take more action to better improve yourself and your health. Listen, I'm your host, Mark Avens, in this crazy upside down world that just keeps pushing a narrative for people like you and me to become softer and weaker and sicker and unhealthier and more dependent than ever. The goal and intent of the show is to help you navigate it so that you can become braver today than you were yesterday. A few details about the types of shows that I have. We do interviews called Brave Guest Interviews, where I basically bring somebody on who I admire, who's not only showing that they're being brave, but they're also helping other people become braver today as well. Also, we have Brave Q&A. It's where I'll be answering questions that you have and want answers to so that if you have a question regarding your health and fitness, weight loss, honestly, anything goes. You can drop some questions down and I'll be answering those. We also do what's called the Flavor Day, where I'll be discussing latest news on health and fitness, picking apart the latest diet trends, workouts, fads, pills, potions, all that kind of good stuff. And then I break down them and give you my honest opinion of them. Lastly, we have breakthrough episodes where I'll take a deeper dive into one area, be it physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, basically any area that could be holding you back, providing insight and guidance to help you have a breakthrough in your personal health and fitness journey. So with that said, today we actually have Brave Q&A. And actually, I took a bunch of questions that I've been asked. And honestly, they're asked all the time. And I'm going to actually jump in right away. Really, what happens after 40? What happens after 50? What's the best ways to get in shape? And instead, what I did is I compared the questions that I get to what people are looking at. And it's the most Googled fitness question. So I want to kind of join forces between what you're looking up on Google and you're searching as well as the questions that I get. So this would be a pseudo brave Q&A. Let's get started. How often should I exercise? So this one is really a common question that I get asked all the time. I know maybe you even have it in your mind. And to be honest with you, it really all depends on what you're trying to achieve. Honestly, if you did any kind of exercising at any point in your life, you realized if you did it long enough and were consistent, you got results, you realize the more you move, the better you feel. Now, exercise doesn't necessarily mean you have to go to the gym and lift heavy weights for two hours, but it does mean that you got to move, right? Move more than you probably are doing when you're just doing your daily stuff, going to work, you know, taking the kids to school, taking your dog for a walk. So now not to say you couldn't get some exercise in when you're walking the dog, but honestly, how often you exercise is really going to be dependent on the kind of goals that you want for yourself. I know some people just want to be able to walk. So maybe walking is your form of exercise. But essentially, as far as ideal, in my opinion, and it's from my personal experience and having the privilege to be able to help you know, tens of thousands of men and women by this point in my career after three decades, I know for a fact, and I even seen it all the way at both spectrums. I see young people that are moving more and they're feeling better. They have more energy. They're at a healthier weight. They have more confidence. And honestly, that a lot of it has to do with how often they're moving and exercising. So how often should you exercise? I actually recommend people exercise every single day. Now, it doesn't mean that you should be beating yourself senseless on a treadmill or, you know, doing hours and hours of cardio or like crushing in the weights every single day. It's really just depending on your ultimate goals. Let's just say if you're a beginner 
and you're starting off, try every other day. Maybe try, say, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then if you're feeling lucky on the weekend and you're feeling a little extra energy, you give yourself one extra workout on the weekend. Maybe you do four out of the seven days. So you're doing exercise more days of the week than you aren't, right? That's a good sign. Then from there, you can start to see, see how you feel after the workout. Listen to how your body responds. That's going to be a key indicator of the next direction. Now, you don't want it to just be become... For you, your exercises become habit and you're not feeling changes. Ultimately, your exercise should actually provoke some change in your body if you're doing it right and if you're combining that with the other things necessary to getting in great shape. All right, so that was how often. So ultimately, beginners, three to four times a week, you start getting more in shape and that might take six to eight weeks. It might even take you six to eight months. The bottom line is you just need to be very consistent. So if you're consistent three days a week and that's all you can do, that's fantastic three days a week is perfect. If you can do something every single day, fantastic. You should do something every single day and exercise. So should is really how much exercise should you do based on your goals? And as your goals grow, and I hope they do, I hope you improve and want to improve even more and get better and want to even get more in shape because you're able to be more independent and more strength and you have more confidence and more endurance. Those are all things that are going to be indicative of the amount of exercise you do. Number two, how long should my workouts be? So how long should your workouts be? This is a good question. It goes back and forth. Is it even worth it if I can only do 20 minutes of the gym? And honestly, yes. There isn't really a specific. It will go back to your ultimate goals of what you're trying to achieve. So if you're just trying to, you know, you sit at a desk all day and you notice you're not very active and you want to move a little better, you don't want to have as many aches and pains in your workouts, they don't have to be very long. 20 to 30 minutes. There isn't any like gold standard time frame that your workout have to be. In fact, I know a lot of people have super busy lives running companies and they really only have maybe 20, 30 minutes throughout the day. They don't even have 20, 30 minutes to themselves in one set period of time. And for that person being able to break up maybe a 15 minute workout in the morning or lunchtime in the afternoon or evening and get in at least 30 minutes a day is going to be good enough. As far as like how long your workout should be, I mean, you can take right now, I'm currently doing two workouts a day as part of my 75 hard. I'm on day 41, I believe, or 42. And it's just something that isn't part of necessarily my fitness goals, but it's part of this program that I'm doing for mental toughness, which means I'm trying to improve the discipline that I have with exercise because I know it really helps in so many other areas of my life. For me, I'm doing two workouts a day. They're each at least 45 minutes. I typically go to the gym just about every single day. Usually one day a week, I take a break. But again, I've been doing this for a long time. I've built up to it. So my average time every day is about an hour and a half to two hours of working out every single day. Now, again, if you're a beginner, I wouldn't recommend that. But as far as you getting started, how long your workout should be really just going to be depending on what your schedule is, how much time you have. And then you got to like really be ruthless about your time. If it takes you 25 minutes to get to the gym and you only have like an hour and it takes you 25 there and 25 back, and you have 10 minutes to work out. It's probably not going to be very feasible. That way, somebody like yourself would probably be best suited to more of a home program where you're able to just get it in and get it done and move on with your day. So 30 to 40 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes, you can go up from there and then you can challenge yourself. Really doesn't necessarily matter how long your workouts are, it's more important what you're doing in the time that you do workouts. That hopefully that makes sense. Okay, here's a good question that comes up. I hear this one often. 
I'm doing some cardio and also I know it's, you know, my doctor has told me it's good to do some cardio as well as strength training. And usually after that, I ask the question, well, is your doctor exercise? Why don't you find out what they do? And chances are your doctor isn't exercising because the majority of doctors out there don't exercise. That's just the truth. So giving you a little truth talk, cardio before, after, back to that. If you want to run a marathon, you're probably going to need to focus more on your cardio than on your strength training. So you're probably going to want to make sure that you're fresh for your cardio. So if you're a runner and you're training for a marathon, you probably don't want to do your strength training first and then do your cardio. You want to probably do where your body is strong and fresh. You might want to change it up a little bit to challenge yourself a little differently, but just in general for your consistent routines, you probably want to focus on the area you're trying to improve. Say you're a marathon runner and want to do that. You're going to probably want to spend that time doing cardio and then after to do a little strength training or maybe on alternate days or something like that. But if you're trying to get stronger and leaner and build strength and build support around your joints and be able to turn your body into a furnace so that it keeps the weight off, that's kind of what I like about strength training so much. I focus more on the strength training. Now I'm active, but I don't do like traditional cardio all the time. In fact, maybe a couple of times a week besides my hikes and I'll go for a ruck, which is basically just a weighted pack that I go for a walk to make my walks a little more challenging. I haven't really been running in a while. I don't miss it. I do a step mill, but as far as that, I typically will do that on alternate days or I'll do that after my strength workout. That's for me because I'm right now currently focused and I have been really for the last couple of years because it's really served me and my goals really, really well. I probably spend about 80% of my exercise time doing strength training and about 20% on cardio. So the answer for that cardio before, after lifting, it all depends on what your focus is. They're both good. And if you are doing some, you can even do workouts. You probably heard of hit workouts where you're doing strength training, but you have your heart rate up during that. That's okay. And that was really more of a fad probably back in the millennium, maybe 2000, 2010 in that period of time, or you do those kind of hit workouts and you're doing strength training of that, but it's really taxing on your body. I will say I used to do that and I stopped doing it because I noticed that my body was really getting beat down. And the hard thing is if you're not able to recover well, and as you get older, you need better recovery, not necessarily more recovery, you just need better recovery. It's really hard to do if you're really taxing your body to that level. All right. So next question, um, this one's a motivation. Mark, how do you stay motivated? This I hear all the time. How do you stay motivated? I just haven't been motivated. God, I got my mind on my work and my kids. And, you know, I got this going on in my life and this struggle that's happening. And I have this relationship problem. And I know I need to exercise. I don't even know what I need to do. I'm just not motivated. Right. And the simple answer to motivation is it's really not something you need to rely on. In fact, the people that I see that talk to me about that, it's really another just form of an excuse because motivation is not going to be there all the time. You're not going to be up and at them and ready to go every single day and motivated. I'm quite honestly not motivated, probably maybe at least two to three times, maybe even sometimes more during the week where I'm just not motivated to work out. But I know it's necessary because I have specific goals and I have discipline in place and I have some structure that's going to really just say, hey, you need to be doing this. One of my current structures that I have in my day is I need to get to the gym by 6.30. That's every day. Like that is structure. Now, when I wake up, am I going to say, well, I'm just not motivated. I'm not going to go today. No, it's not a part. In fact, part of the 75 hard I'm doing is 
that I can't miss a day or I have to start back at day one. So if I miss today, one of my workouts, I don't get to move forward. I actually get to start over from day one. And I don't really want to say that I did 42 days and I had to stop. So motivation is really something that can help you, but you get motivated when you see results. Bottom line is you have to take action. Don't wait for motivation to take action. Take action and let the action produce the results and let the results be like, wow, I feel a difference. I see a difference. I really feel better. I have more confidence. I lost a few pounds. Like somebody noticed that I look a little different, right? I feel stronger. I'm able to lift this or I'm able to do this. I'm able to walk through my day and without the aches and pains, like that's the motivation that's going to come after you take action, after you do the work. And you realize after time, I don't really think about motivation. It's really not even something I ever even talk about or think about. It's funny because I just, if the weather's bad, like I still got to do it. You just got to prepare yourself for it. And fortunately, that is a skill set. It takes time. It takes discipline. It takes you wanting what you want, but then also wanting what that want leads to. So if you're not motivated, which is causing you not to exercise, then what is that lack of motivation that's going to cause you to not exercise lead you to? Not being healthy, not being fit, not getting the body that you want. And again, you just have to ask yourself that question. What is it that you want most? Do you want to just wait till motivation kind of shows up? Because you know motivation is something that might be here one day because you have a cruise you want to go in or you have an anniversary or you know you want to look good for your kid's wedding or something like that but then what happens after the wedding right oh well, i'm just not motivated anymore right it's, it's a vicious cycle that you really want to stay away from and motivation is something that will try to get the best of you okay let's go on mark how to start at the gym i want to get started and i have no idea there's so many different gyms this is a question and i get this asked and i kind of wrote some things down here for you how to start at the gym so if I'm going to start, if you want to start at the gym, what's the best scenario? Well, think about when you're purchasing a home. Now, we just bought a new home, but what did we do? We drove around in neighborhoods. We went online. We checked out different areas. We went and drove around, right? We went to open houses and we looked at like, what's going to fit our lifestyle? Where are my people, right? Where is it that where we feel that we really enjoy now, you may not think about enjoying fitness in the beginning, especially if you're just starting. But the best thing to do is to go online, look up reviews of places, look at the pictures, see what people say, go on their websites, see the kind of vibe that you're getting from that. If you have no idea, you got to just start. And then just to start going, go to the gym. And I would recommend probably not going early, early morning or in the evening, try to go during the day or at lunch break, probably where the manager's there or somebody that can really help you. you go early morning. Sometimes there's just really busy and they don't maybe have a person that can help you. And then have them show you around, have them go on a tour like you would, like we did when we were house hunting, we were searching, we went into neighborhoods, we have people show us homes, have the same thing. That's really the best way. So you can get a vibe. And then they usually have passes. So the best part about starting a gym is that you can kind of try before you buy. Most of them will have a three-day pass or a seven-day pass, or you could even maybe buy a month to check it out. You really want to go somewhere where you feel like, you know what, this place is like, this is more my people. I'm not really a hardcore workout person. And something like a crunch might be the gym or maybe a planet fitness, right? It's open 24 hours. I can go when it's quiet. It's like, there's no judgments or whatever their marketing thing is. And then, you know, you can look at other gyms that have like a health club. There's a gym that we belong here to Genesis 
and they have like a health club and they have basketball league and they have classes and a pool and swimming and there's all sorts of different amenities that the club offers. So if you're one that wants to try different things out, that might be better suited for you. But the best way to go about like how to start at the gym before you even think about like, I want to go do weights and I'm going to go to the gym and do weights, just go test it out, get a vibe, go get a feel for the place and don't hesitate to shop around. Don't just go for the cheapest one or the closest one. It'll be worth you kind of doing a little bit of investigating and then go there during a time where you're going to probably work out and try out a workout, maybe get a trainer to help you if you're new to the gym. So that's how I would start if I was starting new at the gym. In fact, we were trying out gyms. We just ended one and we had, there's a new one that's opening that my son and I are going to be going to. We're really excited about. Don't think it'll be more my style for my wife or, or maybe my wife, she may, and maybe my daughter as well. But I know we're looking forward to that, but I went and checked it out. It's not even open yet. It got a good vibe for it, kind of excited for it. it, has kind of the equipment I'm looking for and the kind of training facility that's going to be there. So again, that's what I'm looking for. And I think that should be kind of from there. If you happen to actually have a place and you're kind of want to ask me a question, hit me up, reach out, ask me a question. You can shoot me a message info at avensfitness.com. And I'd be happy to answer a question if you have, or you say, Hey, what about this gym? I'm checking this out. What are your thoughts on this? And I've done a lot of training in a lot of gyms around the country in different places, a lot of more box gyms, you know, the cookie cutter type, the corporate and the health clubs and the YMCAs and all those. So I have a bit of experience with all of those. And I know they're continuing to open different ones, which is pretty cool. But essentially, there's only so many ways that you'll be able to work out and so many ways for a gym to offer equipment and offer a place for you to get your exercise on. So good. Let's go. And uh, this is a really, really good one. Should my kids lift weights? So a question sometimes asked is, should I get my kids into lifting weights? And I would say absolutely at all ages. And you're like, oh, what are you like five years old? Go lifting weights. Yes, but on their level. So again, do I think that they're going to probably even be allowed to go to any gym at five years old? No, but can you show them down on the floor and learn how to do a little routine while your five-year-old is wanting to play with you, you and go outside and have them try out some push-ups and maybe even doing some squats and even try to do a plank. You'll be surprised when our kids were little now, they're 18 and 20. But when our kids were little, because it was my lifestyle and also my profession, we had times where our kids did exercise with it. It was fun. It wasn't like anything rocket science. We had them do some fun things and be moving and active. And fortunately, our kids were active and outdoors often at the beach and skating and surfing and playing sports and those types of things. But you know, and their kids, and this might not be the answer to the question that this person has, but as far as like maybe structured exercise, you got to realize something with children is they go through a growth and development phase and there's like two peaks and I can't remember the date, you know, it's been a while since I actually studied this because I don't work with kids necessarily or teenagers. I have a lot in the past and I actually did get formal training working with uh, student athletes, teenagers, athletes in that level. But as far as lifting weights go, you got to realize when they go through, there's a first development. I believe that's in like the 12 to 13 age range. I know it varies a little bit between boys and girls. But then also there's another one, I think between 16 and 17 or around this, there's like a second growth. You really want to be careful with that because their bones are typically when they're growing, their muscles are trying to catch up. That's definitely more of a risk when it comes to lifting weights. 
but you can start doing body weight training at any age. And then as those kind of growth spurts come, then you can just kind of learn or would be a good idea not to not have them do anything, but to understand that there's going to be some different things that are going to be better for them than necessarily lifting weights, like flexibility, strength training, meaning flexibility, working on mobility, flexibility, doing things like yoga, that sort of stuff, particularly during those growth phases, soft tissue work and so forth. Lifting weights, so back to the original question, after those growth phase, like for my kids, they both started probably when they were teenagers. Like I know a little bit here and there as far as like doing some weights and strength training. We owned a gym when our kids were little, but then after that, probably now my son's 20. So probably last maybe three, four years, five years. So 14, 15, he had an unfortunate injury senior year in high school. He tore his ACL and then he really realized that he could either sit around and just wait for it to heal, or he can actually do something other. And he figured out a way to work around that limitation of having the injury. He got into the gym and that really kind of skyrocketed his interest. And then my daughter as well, kind of just followed suit, saw the benefit from our family. And she started working out of the gym, felt really good energy, you know, strong confidence, all that type. And she started like early teens as well. So that would be my, just based on my personal experience. Ultimately, though, if you don't know what you're doing, see, they fortunately had dad who knows what he's doing in the gym because that's what I've done and have coached people to do and have helped over the years. So they had kind of the ace in the hole where they had their dad to help them. If you don't know how to, you better make sure you better make damn sure that you get somebody that understands lifting weights and working with kids, not just because they're super fit or because they're a coach. And that's the hardest part. When they do decide to lift weights, who are you going to trust? So you can just let them watch YouTube videos and figure it out on their own, or are you going to actually get them some help? Fortunately, now in our program, we actually work with entire families. So we have that built into our Brave Coaching Program, and it is something that is a valuable benefit. We're not just getting our clients in great shape, but our coaches are also teaching a skill set that they can learn and pass on to generations, understanding how to exercise, how to strength train, weight train, and all those types of things. All right. So next question, I think we have time for one or two more. I have a good amount here left. What are the best exercises for fast results? Or is there a single best exercise for fast results? So I'm not sure if the fast results mean like for weight loss, for strength, but I can tell you best exercise for fast results. And I've been doing this and I've done everything. I've done classes. I used to teach classes. I've done cardio, train people for marathons. We used to own a gym that did more functional training and we did more of that kind of stuff. I've also rehabbed people back into kind of sports and training. But as far as best exercise for fast results, hands down now that I'm 51 and I've really tried just about anything and everything, did the HIIT training, we've done all kinds of different stuff, body weight training, strength training with weights, and really honestly exercise for best results are really going to be in the strength category. And I say the strength category, meaning where you're going to build strong body, you're going to build a stronger body. You can start off with body weight training from there to build into resistance training, whether you're using bands or kettlebells or weights or free weights or machines. I can tell you without any kind of doubt, strength training is going to be your best exercise for fast results. Now, even if you'd like to run, you strength train, you're going to become a better runner. You do any kind of sports, you're into pickleball now, and you're a little bit older. Strength training is going to be great for pickleball. You like to ride a bike. Well, biking is great and do that. But strength training is going to help you with biking. You play golf, strength training is going to help you hit the ball further. 
right? You want to go hiking, strength training is going to help you become a better hiker. Your grandparents, strength training is going to help you and it's going to get you results. And what's going to be valuable for strength training is that you're going to see the results from that. And it's going to be in real life. And all those things that I just mentioned, they're going to help you quicker than any other really form of exercise. There isn't really one single way, but if you could focus your attention on strength and also the stronger you're on, the more lean muscle you have, the actually more calories you're going to burn too throughout the day. You're just your resting metabolism. Your muscles are like a furnace. They're going to burn way more amount of calories in your day than your fat being excess fat on your body. So keep that in mind too, to keep you lean and strong. That's the best case scenario, not just for fast results, but for long lasting results. All right, let's get one more in. Oh, here's a good one. In fact, we're doing a training on this one inside of our inner circle. This is where our clients get to come in on a weekly basis and develop a skill set. Tomorrow, we're actually focused on flexibility. Should I stretch before my workouts or after my workouts or both? Should I stretch? The answer is yes, you should stretch. I want to follow that up with know what stretches you're doing. There's different types of stretching, like what you did back in high school now you're 50 years old and that was a long, long time ago, right? Or the stretches you did when you were playing tennis in your 20s and 30s and now you're in your 60s is going to be different. Your body is going to respond different. It's going to require different things. Chances are your goals are probably different as well. So the important thing is whenever you do stretch and you definitely should, I say instead of say stretch, prepare your body before a workout. You shouldn't just go run to the gym, get out of your car, go in and start lifting weights or doing cardio, you should actually do a little what we call prep work, muscle prep work. It's kind of like preparing for an exam. Think of your workout as the exam and you do some preparing by studying for that exam. Well, think about your muscles. When your muscles go in and they're cold, cold here in Colorado, and you get out of your car and you go into the gym and your body is not warmed up, your muscles aren't warmed up, you'll still be able to work out, but it won't be nearly as valuable. You won't nearly get as good of a workout or get the results that you probably put the hard work in for that day's exercise routine. So as far as should you stretch before your workouts? Yes. And even what's to prevent you from stretching after your workouts or in between your workouts. Now there's different types of stretching. There's a stretching that's more of a relaxation to your muscles. And then there's a stretching that's more of an activation to your muscles, getting them prepared. This can be just a little bonus, and we'll finish with this, is your stretching before workout should not be a kind of stretching that's going to relax your muscles and get them kind of more in sleep mode and kind of recovery mode. There's a stretch called static stretching, more where you're holding the stretches. And contrary to what I think some people still do these days, as they'll do like an over-the-head stretch and they'll hold it. They'll reach down and touch their toes and they'll hold it. They'll bring their knee to their chest and they'll hold it. Well, you're asking your muscles to relax because that's sending a signal. Those neurotransmitters are sending a signal to your muscles to just relax. So you want to be very careful how you're stretching before your workouts. Now, is it better than not stretching? Sure. But again, you're going to be better off if you do stretch before a workout. There's more of an active method of stretching. I'm not going to go into a whole demonstration of it, but I can give you kind of a sample. Instead of reaching across your arm and holding, you can do a short one in the back. You can just kind of go back and forth just to kind of get it revved up, get it kind of amped up. You can do what's called dynamic type stretches where they're more movement-based. 
where instead of just holding your knee to your chest, you could be walking and pull it and then walk, take another step and pull it. That's more of a dynamic. It's more of a shorter duration and a more repetitive duration type of stretch. And that's going to help you get prepared. It's kind of like what you would see out before somebody does sprints out on a track when they do some jumping up and down, they might do some high knees. They do some things that are going to get the blood flowing to the body but not relaxing the muscles to the point where it's not going to perform. So I think that's enough for today in uh, the Q&A. Again, I just kind of took a blend of questions that I got. And then these are going to be, let's just call them the most Googled fitness questions over 50. So anyway, I hope this helps and I hope you have a great blessed day. Now, listen, also just lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, I don't do any advertisements. So to help support it, just kind of subscribe. You can also share the show. Like that's all I ask too. If you enjoy this, please share this with your friends. And also, of course, you want to stay up to date on the Brave Today show. You can also just subscribe, like I mentioned, but then also you can follow me on some social platforms. We have something brand new and exciting, My Brave Community coming very soon. And it's going to be accessible. You'll be able to join our own brand new community. So be on the lookout for that. There'll be a promotion coming very, very soon. That way we can actually have an amazing community that's kind of off all the restrictions of all these other platforms that tend to just kind of tell you what you can and can't say. And instead of doing that, I figured we'd just start our own and build our own nice community out of that. So anyway, you guys have an amazing blessed one. I hope this helps. Take care.